Welcome to Pursuit Church Mornington Podcast with Pastor Brian Carden. The message you're about to hear will help you build your faith in Christ and grow in the knowledge of His will. Let's go right into the message. You know, I have never met, heard, or seen anyone who has obtained it all and kept love all the time. It doesn't matter who that person is. You might say, well, my grandma, she sure was a loving person. I'll tell you what, she always loved. Well, I, I hear you. But let me just say this. Uh, I get it. My, I think of my mother that way, you know. Uh, but I have to be honest with you. Uh, we're always going to be perfecting and maturing and keeping ourselves in that place no matter who that is. No matter how wonderful that preacher is or how whatever that might be, uh, each and every one of us need to do that. And, the, and let me just say this, the moment that you begin to think, well, you know, I got this down, uh, you're going to find that God's going to, you're probably going to find that you're going to trip up and your head's going to find where your feet are and you're going to realize exactly where you're really at. Uh, because you'll never really just fully obtain to it where you don't ever have to continue in it and work at it and continue to build on it and keep yourself there. Uh, it's something you have to do. Why? You're going to have to do that. Why? Because you have a soul. Because you have a body. And until you have a glorified body, uh, you're going to have to walk in love and learn how to walk in the Spirit. Because when you walk in love, you're walking in the Spirit. And everything else will work from there. You say, well, how do I do this? Well, you're going to have to focus on it, and you're going to have to produce it. Uh, the Bible teaches us that. This kind of love is not focused upon need or my need, selfish need. The love of God is not selfish need. How do you discern between? How do you begin to know if you're in the love of God or if you're walking out of the soul? Well, first of all, the God, the God kind of love is a love that's not focused on my need or self-need. If, if the gospel is always pointed towards selfishness and self-need and self-desire and self-want, listen, uh, you're going to find we need to be equipped with love before we can be able to really discern uh, how to operate in certain other areas, especially when it comes to the manifestations of the gifts of the Spirit and other areas of that nature, what true discernment is. Uh, a person who is truly discerning, first of all, is maturing in love constantly. Because to discern properly, uh, you have to have a good love walk. And that love walk is always going to compact the body and never separate the body. That's what we saw in Ephesians chapter 4. The work of the ministry is to compact the body, edify the church in love. That means we're loving one another with that same kind of love, the God kind of love. That's how you know you're growing in God. That's how you know, you know you're actually doing the work of the ministry. Anything outside of that is a selfish ministry that is trying to build something for themselves. It's drawing people, the Bible says, to their own belly. Why do I say that? Because the Bible says in the last days, men will be lovers of their own selves. And he was talking to the church where he began to say they will depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits. Even doctrines of devils, they'll heed to themselves teachers having itching ears. Things like that, that say that in the last days, in the time we are living in, in the end time things that's going on, Jesus said deception will happen. Even the elect, even the ones who, who you deem uh, highly successful in the, in the body of Christ, so to speak. Uh, what does success look like, true success in the kingdom of God? 
A person who's successful in the kingdom of God walks in love. True success in God isn't just uh, how big your name is. It, it, that is not success. That's a worldly success you, you, when, you, when you measure it like that. We need to be very wise. We need to be uh, not just a, a person who, who's looking at things through the eyes of the soul, but the eyes of the Spirit according to the Word of God. Why? Because the Bible says Jesus said there'd be deception on the earth. And so we need to be wise. We need to be watchful. How do you, how do, you do that? By walking in love. Remember, uh, what we've learned through this process, through this series, is that one step out of love is a step into sin. So if we walk into sin out of love, which is breaking the commandment of the Lord Jesus Christ, which makes us a transgressor of the law, James chapter 4 says, when we walk out of that, we become complainers, murmurers. We become people where the church is divided, where division is happening, where selfish desires are, are pulling different things in different places. Well, that, that's not God. People who act like that, the Bible says in Jude chapter 1, of course, it's, it's only one chapter, but verse 16 says these people, Jude 16 says these people, chapter 1, 16 says these people are grumblers, fault finders, they follow their own desire. They boast about themselves and flatter others with their, not, with their own uh, knowledge uh, to get advantage. The Bible says they boast about themselves and flatter others for their own advantage. But dear friends, remember that the apostles of the Lord Jesus Christ foretold. They said to you, in the last times, there will be scoffers who will follow their own ungodly desires. These are people who divide you, who follow mere natural instincts and do not have the Spirit. See, they're not walking out of love. They're walking out of their own natural, soulless instinct. But you, dear friends, by building yourselves up in, the, in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, in God's love. You keep yourself in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. I tell you, it's so important today that we learn to walk in love. Because this is the season and time as we are growing, we'll begin to see a lot of different things on the planet today. A lot of people wonder and say, Pastor, you know, are you going to preach about what's going on in the world right now? That's why I'm equipping you for what is to come right now. When you learn to walk in love, you're going to be able to walk in God. You can say, well, I believe I am walking in love. Well, if you divide... If your gospel is about you and self-centered and your needs and what you want, that's not the God kind of love. The God kind of love is the one that lays down their life, not for their self, but for others. I tell you, it's a very important part to the Christian walk. You know, a member of God's body that is unequipped or does not put on the equipping will walk after their own desires and self-interest. How do you walk in God's love? Well, it's pretty easy. You just have to produce it. You're going to have to grow in it and then begin to do it. You just got to do it. How do you do it? Well, let's look at 1 Corinthians 13. 1 Corinthians 13. I, I tell you, if you get this message, it's one of the greatest messages. And When I say this, 
important messages that you'll ever hear is walking in love. It's not taught enough in the church today because oftentimes love that is taught in many areas is a soulish love, the kind of love that we need. No, it's the kind of love that's in you that you have to give. Love gives, not takes. This kind of love is different. It's not a love that is set on you. It's set on someone else. It's set on his kingdom. It's set on God first, and then it's set on everyone else around you to help them to grow and mature and compact. And ne- Are you with me? That's what the Bible says. That's what we have to do. It's there to compact others. It's there to help others fulfill. And let me just say this. That means they are going to learn to walk as you walk. It's the same thing. It's never about mine. It's about ours. It's about the kingdom. It's about compacting. It's never dividing. Never divisive. Ever. Look in 1 Corinthians 13. I'm going to let you read the other parts up to verse 4. But it's so important that we hear it correctly. Verse 4, the Bible says, and it's, sometimes it's translated as charity, but the actual word is love. Verse 4 says, love suffers long and is kind. You see there? Many translations say that love is patient and is kind. You know, there's a lot of times people suffer they say, well, I'm, you know, they get to a point, they say, well, I've suffered enough. Huh? Well, that's not love. When it says love is patient and is kind, you know, sometimes people say, I'm, I'm loving, but they're not kind. Why they're patient in developing and growing. All of a sudden, they start backbiting and grumbling and fault finding. Well, that person's not walking in love. They never were walking in love. Uh, they were walking in a selfish love. They had advantage looking, looking for something, and they gave a little bit of time. Sometimes you give people just a little time, and you find out where they are, if they're, gonna, if they're a person that's going to develop and grow, or if they have self-interest at heart, if they're actually with you or not with you in the, in the body of Christ, if they're going to be deceived because they will be, because they're looking for something to scratch their itch, to get into their ear, to fulfill whatever it is that feels good or satisfies or their need and what they want. Uh, you're going to find a person like that's always going to have need, always going to have want. Why? Because it can never be satisfied. There's always going to be something about everything, everywhere, all the time. Why? Because that person is not walking in God. God's not walk, they're not dwelling in God. They can, be, they can say, my, my ministry's prayer, and still be not kind, and not suffer long, and have prayer centered around their own need. You see, we have to learn to walk in love. Love is not self-seeking. Look at, read it again. Look in verse 4. Love suffers long and is kind. Love envies not. Love envies not. That means this kind of love is not jealous. It's not going around and, 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 and desiring something so that way they can feel satisfied. Desiring something that they don't have in the moment to promote themselves. This is what the Bible's talking about. See, that kind of love, when when you walk in God, I guarantee you, you cannot not keep that person down in the spirit and in life because God's going to elevate that person. 
There's nothing that's going to hold them back. And you know what? That person, you're going to see the body of Christ, the church be edified and grow because that person's walking in love. Because they're not self-seeking. I tell you, it's so important. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It does not parade itself. I tell you, that is so, so powerful. It's not puffed up. It's not going around, yeah, well, I know. Yeah, well, I. You see, a I kind of love is not a God kind of love. An I kind of love is a selfish love. A selfish love is coming out of the knowledge of good and evil in the soul. They imagine vain things. They, their, their dreams or visions and other things are all self-centered to take advantage to draw people into what the Bible says, their own belly, their own desires. That kind of love is not building the kingdom of God. You say, why do you say that? Well, because the Bible tells us that. Romans 16, 17 says this. See, this is the message we need to hear for the end time move of God in the church is learning how to, be, to walk in love and be equipped in the love of God. Romans 16 verse 17 says, Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have learned and avoid them. Do you see that? That's very rarely taught in church. Why? Because love is not taught. You see, the Bible even teaches us that God, He corrects those in whom He loves. Why does it tell us to do something like this? Because what happens here is, is they, they are causing divisions. They're not walking in love. They're not walking in God. Oftentimes people say, well, love is accepting. Love is accommodating. Well, now that's a selfish love, a worldly love. You say, wait a minute, I thought God loved me when I was in sin. Didn't He accept me then? No, He accepted you when you accepted Jesus Christ. When we accept Jesus Christ, we become in the family of God. God sent His Son into the world that those who believe upon Him will be justified, redeemed, and accepted in the beloved. Does God still love everyone? Sure, He loves everyone. But we don't accommodate everybody's sin. We don't, God's not accommodating everybody's sin. He's not saying it's acceptable. One step out of love is a step into sin. So the Bible says that in verse 18 it says, For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly. And by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple within the body. How do you want to learn how to not be deceived? Well, you walk in love. You'll recognize selfishness. You'll recognize that in the spirit. You'll recognize what is not edifying the body and compacting the body that will cause division and other things. Even if it's just fair speech. Even if it seems to be justifying something. Even if it seems to be good words, so to speak. You see, this is how you begin to learn how to discern properly. This is how you begin to learn because the purpose begins to come clear. For the kingdom of God, the purpose in your life begins to come clear. Then, then, then the desire for the ministry of the gifts of the Spirit will become clear to build and to edify and to get rid of all of the spots, so to speak, and wrinkle within the church. Now, let me just say this. Is that a person? No, that's just 
those who are self-serving. And we try to wash them with the water of the Word so that we can present the bride without spot or wrinkle unto the Lord Jesus Christ in the day of His coming. I tell you, it's so important today that we begin to understand the love of God. The Bible says, if we keep reading in 1 Corinthians again, it says in verse 15, 1 Corinthians 13, verse 15. I'm sorry, uh, verse, <laughs> verse 5. says, do not, it does not behave itself. You see that? It doesn't behave itself rudely. It does not seek its own. It's not easily provoked. It thinks no evil. Some translations, I like what the uh, Amplifier says, it says, it is not conceited, arrogant, and inflated with pride. It is not rude and unmannerly and does not act unbecomingly. Love, God's love in us, does not insist on its own way, its own rights. For it is not self-seeking. You know, uh, I have heard and, and, and watched and, and been in church all my life. And oftentimes, I've heard other preachers talk about it and other things, some things that divide and hurt their body and things. As people begin to just say, well, you know, I've got a right to say something. I can say something just as well as anybody else. And, all of, and, and <laughs> so it's, it's always looking for its own right, its own way. And that kind of con, con, uh, uh, communication and conflict, the Bible says, in the church will divide a church. A church that is divided will be a weak church when it comes to the purpose of fulfilling uh, God's mandate on taking the gospel to the world. Because the gospel to the world is the love of God that we have in us. Jesus said the love of God that people will know us about the love that we have for one another. And then that kind of love is going to have an overflow into the world and they will see it. They will recognize the love of God in you for them, towards them, as you bring the love of God in Christ Jesus to them, as well as they're going to find that your communication and in your home and your conversations around tables and, and other places around coffee or whatever you're having and, and food and your own, just on your uh, outside of church time, they're going to find out you're the same in church as you are outside of church. You have love for God and the people of God. I tell you, that is so important. When it's not like that, you're not perfected and walking in God. You're not a mature saint. You are maturing, but how do you mature? How do you grow in God? You have to grow in love. You have to develop yourself to the point that you're growing in love. You see, that's how we grow up. In Christ, to the fullness and stature. Now the Bible says, I'm going to keep reading here. Looking uh, at a verse 5, I'm going to keep reading out of the Amplified. It says, it is not touchy. It's not touchy. Fretful. Resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. Oh, glory to God. I think I'm going to read that again. This is God's kind of love in the church. This is where we're going to mature and grow up and see all of the things that God says when it comes to spiritual walk and life in this area. This is how we begin to fulfill that. This is how it works. Love, the God's love in us, does not insist on its own rights or its own way, for it is not self-seeking. It is not touchy or fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. 
That's how you know when you hear conversations and, and different things, and some people say, yeah, well, I love them, but. <laughs> no, no, that's not the God kind of love. Well, you know, I used to go to that church, but because, you know, blah, 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 blah. Oh, uh, okay. Well, they weren't perfected in love. Are you hearing me? I tell you, it's so important today. Oh, there's no church. I've not found a good church anywhere. Well, you know, praise the Lord. Is there something wrong with the church or something wrong with your love walk? Praise the Lord. Verse 6 says, It does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness. It does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. Verse 7, love bears up under anything and everything that comes. Is ever ready to believe the best of every person. It hopes are fadeless under all circumstances. And it endures everything without weakening. Love never fails, never fades out or becomes obsolete or comes to an end. As for prophecy, the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose, it will be fulfilled and pass away. As for tongues, they will be destroyed or they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. It will lose its value and be superseded by truth. I'll tell you, it's so important today that we understand how important our love walk is when it comes to what God has shed abroad in our hearts as a believer. The world doesn't have this love in them. They do not know this love. It is very foreign to them because they're living out of the knowledge of good and evil, and that love is self-seeking. You know, today people say, well, we need to have the love that a mother has for their child. That's the kind of love, the God kind of love. That's not God kind of love. The mother's love is not God's kind of love. I know that might sound really good in some book somewhere that you might have read. But you're going to find that oftentimes, and let me just say this, the love of God is not self-seeking. Oftentimes, a mother's love can be what they need, a love they need from their children, or a love they feel like they need to give to their children. You know, I have uh, seen uh, parents and mothers uh, to, to actually hold back from their children uh, many times, not I'm talking about love, just keep them from different things, thinking that it was best for them, but really it was best for the parent. Uh, because of, of their uh, inability to love them and what was better, what was more beneficial for the child, rather than it was, uh, and so that instead of giving them the kind of love that they needed, sometimes they need to let them go. Sometimes they need to let them do, do things. Sometimes they need to uh, not just uh, stand over them, so to speak, all the time. Uh, they, need to, and, and they need to let them grow. Uh, sometimes uh, how a parent wants to be treated uh, is reflective of a selfish kind of love. Don't get me wrong. If you train your children properly, they're going to honor you and respect you and follow you when you love them for their benefit. You know, that's the kind of love God has for us. He wants to see us grow. The uh, Bible says the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry is a way that we need to equip the church in love. And in the days, in the time that we're living in, we need to perfect ourselves and learn to walk in it constantly at all times to the very best of our ability, producing the love of God towards the body of Christ and also everywhere that you go. You know, today, you may say, Pastor, this is a, 
a difficult message to hear because it challenges me. Well, you know, if you're not challenged by the Word of God and taught in the Word of God, you're not going to grow. Why? Because this is not something you just feed. It's something you have to exercise. You can't just feed and not exercise. James says, don't just be a hearer only, but you need to be a doer of the Word. You have to exercise the things that you hear. You have to put it into practice, and you have to exercise that for yourself. And whenever uh, you feel like some wrong has been done or something of that nature, this is your opportunity to grow in love. That's your opportunity to say, you know what? Glory to God. I'm going to love with the God kind of love. I'm going to forgive. I'm going to forget. I'm going to move forward. You know, I've heard people say, well, I've heard even ministers say this. You might not have heard this, but I have. God forgives, but he doesn't forget. That's not what the scripture says. I've heard people say, well, I'm going to forgive, but I don't forget. Well, you know, that's not the kind of attitude we should have. If you begin to treat somebody else differently because you felt like you were wronged, think about that for a moment. The Bible says love is kind. You know, the Bible says it doesn't keep the wrong done to it. You might even say, Pastor, how can I grow in that? How is that capable when we not walk after the flesh, but after the Spirit? See, that's the Bible calls that the law of liberty. The law of liberty. See, the world is bound because it's self-seeking. It's self-interest. It says, love me this way or you're not loving me at all. Because it has a self kind of love. That needs to be fulfilled. It feels, and that's the flesh. The God kind of love is different. It gives. It gives. It's not taking. It's giving. You know, I believe today that we can grow in that love. The love of God. The Bible says you grow in love, you're growing in God. There's really no other way to grow in God. You can grow in knowledge. You can grow in all kinds of things and still not have the love of God. And Paul said, you're nothing. You've not accomplished anything. You're you're, uh, sounding brass, tinkling cymbals. You can do all these sorts of things, but have not love. We're not accomplishing anything. That we did all of that for ourselves. Jesus said in Matthew 7, He said there would be those who will say, Lord, Lord, we've done all of these things in your name. And Jesus said, depart from me. You worker of lawlessness. What is that law? Love. He said, you did all of that for yourself. You didn't do it for me. I don't even know you. Isn't that something? This is the kind of love we have to dwell in. It's real. It's there. It's in you as a born-again believer. Let's receive it. Let's learn to walk in it. Let's grow in His love today. Thank you for listening to today. If you are wanting more of these timely messages and teachings, go to our website at Pursuit Church Mornington to find all the other ways you can access Pursuit Church ministry and messages.